I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, I miss you, man, don't I? Well, I miss you, man, don't I? I miss you, I miss you, man, do I miss you, I miss you, man, I miss you, I miss you. New catchphrase. New name for the show, I think. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of work, I think, to change all our logos and stuff. Yeah, too much as well, probably. Yeah. Anyway, it's a podcast, I guess, isn't it? It is. My name's Lonnie, your name's Dylan? I think so, yeah. Yeah, mm. pretty sure. Some days who can tell, right? <laughs> um, but Lonnie, before we dive into it, what's this podcast normally about, my friend? Normally, Dylan, it's about you and I catching up. Two yeah. mates. One of us sits in the driver's seat. The other one sits in the back of the car. Sure, they do. Like yep. Miss Daisy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay. And oh. we take each other on a journey through life, pop culture, and everything in between. That's amazing, Lonnie. That's incredible. But it's my turn this week, isn't it? Take you on a journey. It an is. adventure. And I'm blindfolded. I've got no idea where we're going. You don't. I haven't even given you any hints this week, have I? No. Bit worried, so... actually. <laughs> So I'm not going to bury the lead here, as we are wont to do sometimes. Mm. What we're going for this week, Lonnie. So I'm going to run you through some famous Mandela effects. Oh, hell yeah. It's really cool. Excited? I think you might have mentioned this on the podcast as well, like you had a Mandela effect once. I did. I did on the Casper episode. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. We'll run everyone through it again who hasn't watched that episode. Mm. But Lonnie, can you kindly explain in your best words what a Mandela effect is. Okay, so from what I understand, mm. Nelson Mandela, uh, he passed away you know, 10 or so years ago. In 2013, I think. 2013, yeah, yeah. and he'd been sick for a few times before that. And because he was such an icon of the world, there was every time he went to hospitals, kind of reported on quite you know, extensively. And it got to the point where some people, when he actually died, they had thought, They'd already seen the news reports and everything about him passing away. And so the Mandela effect is when something happens that you're pretty sure has happened before, kind of almost like it's like deja vu or something like that, but it has happened before. That That's kind of it from my understanding. Is that on the money? Yeah, pretty much. So it's kind of, to put it in its simplest terms, the Mandela effect is basically like collective false memories. Mm, yes. Pretty much, yeah. 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 And, yeah, I think it was coined specifically by Fiona Broom in 2010 because, um, yeah, she shared a false memory that she believed that Nelson Mandela had died in the 80s whilst he was in prison as oh, well. Oh, Jesus Christ. That, that's probably... Yeah. <laughs> that's a bit more intensive than I thought of. Oh, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, but, that, yeah, she remembers that specifically. Like, she swears she remembers, like, news reports and everything. She's talked to other people that share similar experience they think they remember those exact news reportings as well but clearly he wasn't because he was president of south africa from 94 to 99 which is yeah. after the 80s so i have to wonder as well like 
you know, how would Nelson Mandela feel after a, a long lifetime of, you know, struggle and, you know, doing all the things he did and ending up as president and trying to reunify his country? And now this is kind of the Mandela effect. It's nothing to do with that. It's to do with people having mistaken memories of him passing away. That's odd, isn't it? Yeah, very strange. Very strange. Yeah. But yeah, that's basically where it comes from. But have you got any personal Mandela effects of your own, Lonnie, or any that have affected you personally? I'm sure I have. Nothing's coming to mind at the moment. No, that's all right. I think about it as the episode goes on, hey? Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Well, one of mine, as you mentioned before, we did discuss it on the Casper podcast, is basically when Casper turns into a boy at the end, Mm. like 10 minutes or so, whatever it is, um, I thought that that was Macaulay Culkin. (laughs) And it wasn't. (laughs) It definitely wasn't, was it? (laughs) It was a completely different young man. Devin, Devin Sava? Devin someone. Schwama? No, that, that doesn't look right. Schwama, hello. <laughs> Little Marvel reference, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, but if you had been given you know, a gun to your head or like for a million dollars, you would have said definitely Macaulay Culkin, right? Oh, yeah, I would have been so confident. Like if I was on like Family Feud or like a trivia show, I would have locked mm. it in. I would have been the cockiest young man. And they would have blindsided me, was saying, no, nah, Devin, someone. I'm yeah. like, oh, you're wrong. <laughs> I think I would have fought it, actually. <laughs> well, that does happen sometimes at trivia nights where, like, you're so sure about something and then... Sure. Yeah, you, you could, like, stake your life on it. Well, you'd know, wouldn't you, more than anyone? You love trivia. I've done a few trivias. Actually, I think there was a trivia. Not exactly a Mandela effect, but I was, yeah. We had an argument about something, and I was like, I was definitely right. I looked it up later. I definitely wasn't right. And I was like, oh, I'm glad no one's going to check me on that. <laughs> do you remember specifically what it was? I think it was to do with um, the movie It. Like the, you know, the recent ones, It, Chapter 1, Chapter 2. Yeah. And like where the kids were, were they adults in both movies or just kids in the first movie and then adults in the second one? And I, I was pretty sure that they were, like, I think the question was like, who played this character? And it was like, you know, Finn Wolfhard or, or Bill Hader or like, you know, yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure they played, like the, there was a cameo appearance from the adults in the first movie. Hmm. No. Because the, yeah, I think the answer was each chapter two and I was like, I'm pretty sure it was each chapter one as well, but then I don't think it was. <laughs> no. Anyway, sorry, Lauren, I think we got the plan anyway, so it's okay. Oh, well, that's all right. You got away with it, you sneaky boy. Yeah, that's yeah, all right. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, sometimes the Mandela effects can have exclamations. Like I would... I think I said this at the time, I'd chalk up that Macaulay Culkin thing to, you know, he was very famous at the time, obviously, mm. in the 90s. Also, I used to watch Page Master a lot. Like, That's a so lot, a lot. movie, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Bit bit of a spooky kids movie. So. And also, like, 90s kid, blonde hair, like, yeah. Come on. Not, not, that, not that crazy to think it was him, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I would just chalk that up to crosswise, but I think a lot of these are, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, But another one of mine that I came across online that I only just found out was incorrect, Mm. like my mind got blown from this on me. You ready to hear it? Um, I think so, but I'm not sure anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You know Cruella DeVille, obviously. Yes. How's it spelled? I think C R U E. L L A. Yeah. 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 Keep going. Deville. D E V I L L E. No. What? It's always been D E V I L, as really? in devil. 
Really? Yes. Well, and is that just because we of like Deville, like the name is more like that, like in general? Or? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And I guess that's your, how you would spell Ville in any name. Isn't yeah. It funny how these ones come out from childhood because we probably weren't reading or couldn't read potentially when we were watching wow. that for the first time. True. And I suppose we never watched it with subtitles or anything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Again, I think if you'd asked me to spell that, I would have spelled it like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, gun to your head. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And two on the nose, right? Like you already got Cruella, cruel. Like yeah. we get that. Ha ha. And Deville, that's fine. Don't go cruel devil. That's just too much, <laughs> right? Have you seen the recent movie with Emma Stone? No, I don't want to. It's pretty good, actually. No, probably isn't, right? Probably isn't. Mm, you like that it. darn cat. I don't trust you with Disney, mate. You're wrong. <laughs> Maybe I'm right. Maybe it's a Mandela effect, and maybe I am right about everything, and you're wrong about everything. You thought about that? Oh, I hadn't, but yeah, no. I'm open to anything now that that Cruella Deville thing came up. Jesus. What else? Yeah, got? that's that's a crazy one. Next one, Lonnie. You've seen the movie Risky Business? Uh, I haven't. I've, I've seen the opening bit, though. Obviously, where he, didn't he come out and sing about that famous scene? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slides in. Mm. Absolutely. So that scene. Everyone remembers Tom Cruise wearing sunglasses during that scene, yeah. right? Because he is, yes. Lonnie, he wasn't, though. <laughs> he, he wasn't, Lonnie. I don't believe this. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. I watched the scene. He wasn't wearing sunglasses. <laughs> so why does everyone think he's wearing sunglasses? Well, I think I can explain this one. Hmm. So I reckon it's a combination of a few things. The first, on the poster for the movie... Mm-hmm. For Risky Business. It's basically just a big photo of Tom Cruise wearing sunglasses. Right. Yeah. So my guess is that everyone would associate the image of the movie with the most famous scene in the movie, yeah. I yep. guess. Yeah. Also, I'll add this in as well. Another of his most famous movies came out around that time, about a couple of years later. What's it called? Top Gun. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that one? I've heard of it, yes. <laughs> And wearing sunglasses again, yeah, yeah, aviator sunglasses, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I just think around this era, especially looking back <clears throat> years later, everyone just associates the Sunnies with Tom Cruise around this time. Because mm. I, I, I can't trust my memory, obviously, but I think I've seen parodies where they're wearing sunglasses, you know, of that scene. So yeah, I think it extends even to that. So yeah, it's that thing like you don't remember something, you remember the last time you remembered it, right? So. Exactly, and that's a big one with some of these because all the parodies remember mm. it the false mm. way. Mm. So it just cements in your mind that that's what it is. But no, mm. in actuality, he wasn't wearing sunnies. Do you have more from movies? I have some later on, but mm. I've got one here that this is an example of one that didn't affect me. I always knew the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone used to think that Looney Tunes was Looney Tunes, yeah. as in cartoons. I think... Actually, Sinead said this to me recently. Yeah. I think it yeah. was her, because we, we looked at Space Jam. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jam. <laughs> I think she said this, because or maybe she just assumed it was or something like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll check with her. So, yeah, it's not actually, not even though even though they're called tunes, actually, it's only tunes as in music, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's how I'd always pronounce it. I always said, like, Looney Tunes. Well, that's how I'd always pronounce it, because that's yeah. what it always was. Yeah. Same. I can definitely see the confusion around it. 
Well, like, they should be called Looney Tunes, right? Probably, probably makes more sense if you think about it. Because yeah. they're Looney Cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, and they've, they've made they missed the trick there, actually. So. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's actually what it is. So, yeah. Not as mind-blowing as the previous ones, but, you know, that's one everyone brings up online. Mm. You can see why. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And only this one, I don't think you would have heard of this because I didn't. Have you heard of the Fruit of the Loom clothing company? Mate, I'm wearing those clothes right now. Are you really? I'm not. I don't know what you're talking oh. about. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, fair enough. So. I'm actually not wearing any clothes, so that's... I'm oh, you and me both, mate. We're I'm streaking. Taking the streaking to heart, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Small steps, mate. First yeah. we do it while recording a pod. Next we'll be running down our streets. <laughs> running to each other, I think. Oh, like a, a hug, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Got weird, didn't it? <laughs> very quickly, very quickly. <laughs> Maybe start with you, let's face it. Anyway, moving on, eh? I reckon. <laughs> so, Fruit of the Loom. It's a clothing company in America. Hmm. And everyone, everyone, Lonnie, everyone knows that the logo is just a bunch of fruit coming out of a cornucopia. Do you know what cornucopia is? Um, is it like the hat? It's it's basically like a <laughs> no, <laughs> it's basically like a fancy horn shaped wicker basket. Yeah, you can wear you know, it on your head. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> you can also wear buckets as well if you didn't know that. Um, <laughs> with fuck me, with fruit. <laughs> anyway, the logo is a a cornucopia with fruit overflowing out of it. It's a classic image. If you Google cornucopia fruit on mm. Google Images, mm-hmm. you'll yeah. know it right away. Sure. Yeah. Well, Lonnie, turns out a few years ago, a viral tweet was sent out with the images of the logos, two images, mm. one with a cornucopia, one without. And he's like, what's the real one? Everyone picked the cornucopia. Well, turns out, Lonnie, the actual logo never had the cornucopia in it. But everyone thinks it does. What? Ev- everyone. Everyone remembers it like it had. Yeah. It's one of the biggest ones online. Wow. Yeah, Absolutely. Now, I'll show it to you. I should bring it up here. Because okay. well, there's a good image. I think I've got the original tweet image here for you. Mm-hmm. We'll link it in the show notes for everyone that yeah, doesn't yeah. know. You want to feel the silence or something? You want to tell Jack? Yes. Simple Jack. Knock, knock all day. I um, went camping in the backyard last night, Dylan. Is that a joke? Nothing to write home about. <laughs> Okay, I found the image. <laughs> going to move right past that. You, you feel free to cut that one out too if you want. <laughs> you won't get any objections from me. Okay, so everyone thinks it's the left image. The left one. Yes, correct. Yeah. Wow. Listen. And doesn't it look right and better than the right one? I mean, I don't mind the right one. The one on the right. <laughs> You're wrong, Lonnie. You're wrong. <laughs> okay. Because when I looked it up, I was like, yeah, that right one does look wrong. It looks like it's missing something. Mm. And it's the cornucopia, Lonnie. How does some... this come about, though? I don't know. Someone just must have noticed it one day and they're like, hey, check this out. Because mm. I swear there used to be a cornucopia on this. Okay. Never was. Looked up all the history of their logos. Never included. Apparently, the designer of this, through conflicting comments online, couldn't find a direct quote, but apparently they remembered with the cornucopia. So, yeah, how weird's that? 
so yeah, that's that's a crazy one. That's one of the ones that's like, okay, there could be some multiversal shenanigans going on. Well, that's one of the theories, isn't it? That these are because of differing timelines or something? Yeah, different timelines, just exchanging memories or whatever mm. or coming into contact in one way or another. Definitely, definitely. Mm. That's crazy, Lonnie. Like, and that's crazy to me, who I just found out this logo existed. Imagine <laughs> being someone who thought they knew this logo for years and years. Well, you couldn't trust anything ever again, could you? I don't think so. I don't think so. Definitely not. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Why not? But anyway, you wanted some more movie ones, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Now, this one, this is just people misremembering lines, which I think Mandela effects, you know. There's like, Luke, I am your father. No, it's no, I am your father. You know, yeah, sort of thing. I think you can see why that one happens because it's the point of the line, but you don't remember the whole conversation, but yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, I think the whole line is no, Luke, I am your father. Oh, is it? So, hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, I've watched Empire for a little while. Yeah, I think I think Mandela Effect is probably something a bit more substantial, like the sunglasses that we all remember. Yeah, the Fruit of the Loom logo. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But like misremembering lines, misquoting lines. That's like anything could happen. That's telephone. That's just a game of telephone. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> There's the one like Casablanca. He never actually says, play it again, Sam, even though that's the most famous line of Casablanca. <laughs> or he's looking at you, kid. That's probably the other famous line, mm. I guess. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, it's up there. Play it again, Sam. Never happened, did it? No. Crazy stuff. Mm. And again, that's one of the ones that's always in parodies and that sort of thing. Well, there's a whole movie called Played Against Sam based on that line, which well, doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, is that Woody Allen? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Bad man, right? That's what they say. Allegedly. Allegedly. Anyway, move past that. Yeah, that's, that's too much for our podcast to tackle. No, no. Anyway, we'll move to a good movie. Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Famous line, life is like a box of chocolates. Yeah. Again, every, just everyone saying it wrong, isn't it? Well, what's it supposed to be? Well, he actually says, Mama always said life was like a box of chocolates. Oh, okay. Never know what you're going to get. Yeah. It is a thing, Warning. Forrest here, he's misquoted his own mother. <laughs> See? Not yes. Sally Field. He has. He has. Miss Sally. She's She's been misquoted, Warning. Mm. She actually says in the scene... Like, it's the last scene before she passes away or something like that. Hmm. 
Um, she says, life is a box of chocolates. I'm not even... You never know what you're going to get. So it's a metaphor rather than a simile. Bloody hell. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. It's a very important distinction. Get it right. Jesus. Right. And yes, I understand. To quote Smash Mouth, he ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. You know? <laughs> stupid is as stupid does and all that, but... Mm. You'd think that some of, if not the last words your mother ever says to you before she passes away would ingrain in your memory more. You'd try to, wouldn't you think that? You, yeah. you really would. You really mm. would. But no. Anyway, fun fact on the research for this. You know how when you Google something and it comes up with like some other questions or searches people have done mm. relating to this topic? So <laughs> I'll read some of these out. So some coming up were, is the phrase life is like a box of chocolates a metaphor? <laughs> no, it's real life, obviously. We're all <laughs> going to be eating it. We're all in a box of chocolates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second one, who made the quote, life is like a box of chocolate? Mm-hmm. Why is life not like a box of chocolates? <laughs> oh. That one's kind of sad, actually. It's a little sad, yeah. Um, and my favourite, which I can almost guarantee was written by an aspiring businessman high on cocaine. <laughs> what does it mean life is like a box of chocolates? You never know what you're going to get. How can you learn from this quote to apply for a startup? <laughs> People are trying to use that for their pitch meeting, are they? To... <laughs> <laughs> Must be, right? Must be. Yeah. You know, know a fun fact about Forrest Gump, Dylan? Yes, please. I used to live... Near a primary school, and well, that that. So you gonna say you used to live near Tom Hanks? <laughs> if only, man. Oh please. So I lived there for a few months, and then I realised every day around I know it's like quarter past ten, and then in the afternoon at another point as well. I'm here like the Forest Gump theme song. I was like, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? Like the one that plays well, like the feathers dropping yeah, at the start. And then I realized, like, I never confirmed this, but it had to be the case because I walked past the primary school and it was like their bell, I think. Like, instead of like oh, a bell sh- ringing, they played the Forrest Gump theme song. Okay. So I like to think the, the principal was like a, a huge Tom Hanks head and just wanted to <laughs> love the music, you know? I guess so. I guess so. I guess Is that illegal nicer. though? Copyright? Well, maybe they're going to get a call from Mr. Zemeckis to try and you know, get their money back. Yeah. I think fair's fair. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but Lonnie, while we're talking, Sally Field. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that famous Oscar speech of hers? No. Oh, okay. But the phrase, this. you like me, you really like um, me. Yes, I do actually. Now you mention it. Yeah, yeah. So she won that for her performance in Places in the Heart. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, Lonnie. Never said that line. What? She never said, you like me. You really like me. I watched the speech, Lonnie. Mm-hmm. Instead, she says, I can't deny the fact that you like me. Right now, you like me. It's not Worse, really. right? Well, <laughs> it's not quite the same, is it? No, no. It's a worse line. Well, you know what, Dylan? Mm. Give me mention Sally Field here. Yes. I feel I should mention something to you about her that relates mm. directly to this topic you brought up. Okay. So a few weeks ago... She I never had... existed. It's a Mandela <laughs> effect. <laughs> there was never a Sally Field. Her name was Sally. No. Here's the thing about Sally Field, Dylan. Yes. A few weeks ago, we did an episode about my gripes about the world. 
Yes. And one of the gripes was the fact of her line in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, where she says, we have no chimney. Right? Remember That's this? all right. Yeah. Yes, yes. I would have thought, Dylan, found on my head, a million dollars on the line, all my you know, niece and nephew's life's on the line as well. Jesus, okay, yeah. I would have said that the line she had was, we have no washing machine, because it's related to the fact that he was said he was washing the um, American flag. That's why sure. everything has sure. gone you know, red and blue. Yes. So I thought the line was, we have no washing machine. 100% thought that. And then... Actually, when I looked up the line to try and find a copy of it just to make sure, it was chimney. I was like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> I probably should mention this in the podcast because I'm an idiot. Um, and even thinking about it now, it's like, that makes no sense because we haven't washing machine. Everyone's got a washing machine. <laughs> like, they do. How else would they, they wash their clothes? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And the fact is that, you know, she said, you know, anyway, you know what I mean, right? Weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely, definitely. So that's your own personal Mandela effect for me. And, and it was something that I've held on to for years and years <laughs> about hating the line. I didn't even hate it correctly, you know? Misplaced hatred, Lonnie. I know. Poor Sally. Sorry, Sally, about that. She's all right. This speech, though, Lonnie, hmm. I'll just mention it. We'll link it in our show notes. Everyone needs to watch it because it's bizarre. Like, the tone and how she delivers it, it's like she was asked to give the most sarcastic and disingenuous Oscar speech ever. <laughs> really? Yeah. It just, oh, it's so weird. It comes across as bizarrely insincere and almost up herself a bitch. Like, she's like, oh, this means so much to me, mm. even more than the first time. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. oh, Jesus, okay. <laughs> All right, do you think it's just, like, weird, like, awkward because she's... God, I don't know. On TV and, you know, millions of people watching that sort of thing? or I really don't know. Like, if she wasn't, hadn't just been announced that she won an Oscar and she was holding an Oscar in her hand, I think she's a bad actress. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's terrible delivery. I don't know what it is. I'll send it to you afterwards, but Mm. yeah, it's crazy stuff. Anyway, this one, I'm going to end on one I personally find... I'll say mildly infuriating. It's probably more than that, but this should not be a famous Mandela effect morning. Okay. Because the explanation behind it is so simple, but no one seems to bring it up. Not that I've seen, anyway, in Mm -hmm. my research. So, Lonnie, have you heard of a band called Queen? I have heard the Queen. Yeah, yeah. They're famous. Yeah, they're all right. They had that famous singer, Freddie Venus, I think it was. (laughs) Show some respect, okay? <laughs> Sorry, Freddie Mars. Jeez, okay. There we go. <laughs> no. Uh, come on, Freddie Mercury. We all mm. know Freddie Mercury, Queen. Mm-hmm. Come on. As we all thought we knew, the song We Are the Champions. Mm. Lonnie, everyone thought that they remembered the song ending as We Are the Champions of the World. Mm, that's how it goes, right? Surely. Well, the Mandela effect says that the song doesn't end with that. It just ends with We Are The Champions and that's it. No, I don't think so. Yeah, you're right. And I'll get to that. Because <laughs> people online are like, oh, what is this? This is crazy. I swear I remember it ending mm. with We Are The Champions Of The World. Oh, what crazy alternate universe we collided with. No. no. <laughs> what happened is 
Like, yes, the regular studio version of the song just mm. ends with We Are The Champions, but the Live Aid version of the song, mm. which is like the most famous version of it, Freddie clearly does end it with We Are The Champions Of The World. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a Mandela effect, just everyone clearly remembers the most famous performance of the song. Yeah, totally. It, it's nothing. Yeah, that's What would good. Nelly Mandela think, Lonnie? <laughs> I don't think Nelson was going to put his name to that one, no. No. He'd be ashamed. Yeah. be ashamed, wouldn't he? But yeah. No, that one, that annoys me, that one. When you grunt, taking up space. Yeah. Oh, Lonnie, it's infuriating. <laughs> Definitely a gripe. But I got it off my chest, so we're all good now. I feel better now. That's good. Yeah. Those are some of my favourites. Uh, I'm sure there's many, many more. Maybe able to dive into it again in the future. Or send us your favourite Mandela effects that blew your mind. Right? Yeah, that'd be cool. And there's like a famous one in America I know of, Dylan, about the Berenstain Bears. Have you heard of that one? Did you see that one? Your yeah, it's like Bernstein Bears or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like not as relevant to us because we didn't have them, I don't think, at least not in my childhood. Yeah. Yeah, the way it was spelt was different. Again, I think it's just when you're a kid, you don't really you know, yeah, realize the words that hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Another one that's, and this is just a quick one, mm-hmm. everyone remembers Curious George having a tail. Mm. Doesn't have a tail. Yeah, yeah. And another one's like everyone doesn't spell Flintstones as Flint stones. They felt Flintstones. Oh really? That's yeah. just bad spelling though, isn't it? Yeah, correct, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'd love to hear some people to get in touch with us and let us know what they think of their famous Nelson Mandela effects. It'd be cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Before we end off, Lonnie, I suppose I should do a get amongst it, shouldn't I? Oh, you might go on then, okay. Okay, okay. Um, this one's a pretty broad one. Uh, I would say get amongst it. Just your favorite fictional property this week, people, because personal, personal time, story time. Okay. My favorite fictional story is Berserk. I mentioned before on the, Mm -hmm. on the pod. Um, the author sadly passed away earlier this year at the start of May. Mm. And we had gotten the last chapter, I think it was like chapter 363, just before he passed. And everyone thought that was the end. But it turns out he had almost finished another chapter. And so I think his team just cleaned it up, fixed it up, and they released it actually a couple of weeks ago. I finally read it, and it's just the most unintentionally beautiful accidental ending that could ever happen <laughs> to it. Um, it ends with like one of these emotionless characters in the story just shedding a single tear and yeah, it's just beautiful. I cried, you know, I'll be honest. Um, but yeah, like, I just think that like, just enjoy your favorite fictional property because you know, why not? Right. Well, you never know how it's going to end and it's really nice when it ends beautifully like that. Exactly, exactly. And there's talk that it's you know could keep going as he had a team helping him write it, so mm. they might keep going with it. But yeah, just for him personally, his last touch to be just one of the most important characters in the story, shedding a single tear and remorsing on like nostalgia. Yeah, it's very lovely. Well, that's good. Yeah, I recommend we all try and get among something we love like that. That's why we like, you know. Art, don't we, Dylan? That's why we get amongst art in general. Absolutely, because it touches the soul. Try and feel things. Yeah, mm. for sure, for sure. So just get amongst something that means a lot to you, people. 
That's what I recommend this week. Mm. Getting really emotional, Dylan. A little fun <laughs> podcast. Oh, I had to. I had to. It, it meant a lot reading that last chapter. Mm. So that's great. Anyway, we're on the socials, I guess. Facebook, right? Insta, Twitter. Mm. We're on mm. YouTube as well. We've got some clips up there you can easily share to your friends and and watch along with us. Be good, wouldn't easily. it? Absolutely, yeah. they could. Be good to give us a rating on your podcast app and then just spread the word to your mates as well. I think, like, you know, like how Dylan just said, get amongst something great. Maybe you tell your mates, hey, get amongst this podcast. I love it. It's the best podcast they listen to. These guys are the most handsome and attractive and um, intelligent and funny guys I ever known. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, spit normal facts as you would about anything you're exactly. recommending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, my young cousin, Steel, hey? He's a fan, isn't he? We just found out today. Oh, you know, it's always great to hear people watching the show, listening to the show. Even better when it's someone, you know, in your family. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh. That's great. Yeah, thanks, it was lovely thanks, to Steel. hear that, wasn't it? Good on you, Steel. Absolutely. But Lonnie, till next time, I miss you, man. I miss you, man. And thanks, Mark, for the theme song. Oh, Mark the Man. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's close. I guess we could thank him. I'm sick of it. I hate it, Lonnie. <laughs> Never want to thank the man again. It's like a chain around our necks. <laughs> we're like the fucking... What were the brothers in Scrooge that came and visited Scrooge? Mm. Mark's like our chains in life yeah. that we forged. We can't get rid of them. Oh, well. No, thanks, Ma. Thank you, Ma. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.